Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Good afternoon. We've got Mr. Alan Smith, otherwise known as Daddy Pete. And we have Jeff Rowland, otherwise known as... Hashtag Jeff Rowland. Mr. Intelligence. Oh, I wasn't going to go that far. I wasn't going to go that far. But um, yeah, we've got an exciting show for you today. We go ahead and come out with a title before the show. Title of the show: Should Mike Bickle be treated as a heathen? Mm, and wow, I think interesting. Um, I, I tell you what, our YouTube commenters—they are smart people, precious, I mean, just precious, precious, precious children. And they we really they we choose, appreciate. They choose their words so we, wonderfully. Well. We appreciate all of our precious children. Yes, we do. And um. Just want to let you know, thank you for your comments, and, and please, leave more. We really appreciate them. Um, and we do read them. They have named y'all quite a bit. They call y'all quite a... Y'all got a lot of new nicknames. Cool. You know? I'm always into nicknames. So, I know. What are they nicknaming us? I can't say it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's SUV or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> and you you're always telling me yeah, I am. you know kind of be easy I and there you come out with that listen I've got this kind of bug and cold feel notice I'm a little off my game yeah me too and um, so I'll try to be presentable and of great orthodoxy it's not gonna happen and I'll it is be not very going compassionate to I'm telling you it's not gonna happen and you will see my better side well, I'll tell that? you what, I didn't get to watch the whole sermon today because uh-huh. I come in just a little bit late. Okay. But I did hear that that <laughs> the Alan he he I uh, about it too. He he really now, let loose today. Yeah. Well, go, well, I know, but sometimes you know, a dog gets off a chain. You got to go. He, 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 got to go I, I think it's the first <laughs> sermon in recent history on 304s. That's right. <laughs> well, what can I say? It is the end of the world, you know. It is. <laughs> it is. You yeah. know, well, we're talking about the Mike Bickle case. We have been yeah. for a few weeks because it, Satan keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again because it works. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting on uh, a day when it don't work anymore. I'd like to see that day come. But I've heard so many people say, well, what about Matthew 18? What about Matthew 18? We need to talk about Matthew So 18. you precious YouTube children, this is for you. Yes. This whole episode is just for you. And well, you. I think there needs to be an understanding of, of the process, don't you, Alan? I think it'd be Jason? helpful. I mean, and, seriously, and you know there what? needs to be an understanding of the process. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be great. Yeah. Let's just read Matthew 18. Well, the passage that is in question is from Matthew 18, starting mm-hmm. verse 15. And here's what it says. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Can we stop right there? Okay. You just did. This is the biblical pattern for Matthew 18 and how it starts. Well, can I ask something up front? Just yeah. so I don't miss it. Will you point out when we get to the third party thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But the first part of that verse would tend to for me to believe that if if you've offended someone or if you if you're carrying an, an offense or someone sinned against you you're supposed to go to that person mm-hmm. by yourself alone and tell him of his trespass against you mm-hmm. that would be hard to do if you're anonymous well i mean 
<laughs> well, I, I, can't, I better hush. Okay, t- this is a very serious matter. It is a very, a very well, serious matter. Well, it is. Matter. See, I've heard people say, you know, they're talking about in terms of Mike Bickle, mm-hmm. and they're saying, well, what about Matthew 18? Well, yeah, well I'm asking. What about Matthew? I'm asking as the processes unfold. What about Matthew 18? Well, they've, you know, people have said that he would not entertain people. Mm-hmm. But my point is, how do they know that? That's my point. If it's anonymous. never been said. That's right. Or, or, or if you have if a, somebody had to talk to somebody if you were turned down. That's exactly right. right. And we don't know that. We don't know whether or not mm-hmm. this. No, we don't. We have no idea of knowing. But what we do know is the whole thing was made public, and no one has said mm-hmm. if Matthew 18 has been followed. Well, there was, I think, uh, the first letter that the three guys put out to IHOP leadership. They said that they had approached Mike and he would not talk to them, I think, Mm -hmm. is what they had said. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was the actual person went to him to start with. It's supposed to be one-on-one to start with. And if that's not— That's my point. Yeah. When you bring a third party in and you say, no, this person's going to represent me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what the book says. So, no, if you're going to pull, if Matthew you're going to pull 18, Matthew 18, then you got to go by Matthew 18. 18. That's right. That's that's part of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is not in agreement. No, it's not with Matthew 18. No, it's not. The first part of it has already been violated. Right. Then it goes on to say, if he don't hear you, then you then you take two witnesses with you. That's right. That's what it says. And in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Mm-hmm. If he neglects to hear that, then you tell the church. Where is it you go out and get a third party? I, I missed that. Well, there's a part in there. What is what is missing is in between verse 16 verse 17 where it says, if he doesn't hear in the mouth of two or three, what you do is you formulate a letter and you put it on the Internet. And then from that Internet, it blows up into not telling the church but tell the whole world. And then the leadership – see, that's the part that's missing there. Well, I mean – You, you know, missed that part. Well, well, you're reading King James. you got to be able to read this. You're, you're not uh, reading the New Modern well, Translation. And, and if he don't hear the church, then he becomes a heathen man and a Democrat. I mean a publican. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was so tacky. Listen, guys, we're going to have to edit this thing all the way through. I can already tell. <laughs> If well, we, if, but there's some truck, versions see, our that says he's remember. like a tax collector. Well, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> tax collector, Democrat, remember, same thing. That thing goes out there right now. She's not edited. So just remember <laughs> that. There again, I mean, everybody's jumping up and down on this third party. Now, I can understand why they say that, Jeff, and I'll tell you why. That's the way the world assesses it. That's exactly right. That's not, But it's not, it's not I guess, the biblical model doesn't suffice now it just so happens that the church leadership has put out a another report this week this is the report on their initial finding yes sir there you go you want me to read that jeff or that's up to y'all i can read it y'all can read it it says three weeks ago in october well i'll probably need some health because in all honesty my air is pretty low and (laughs) and refrigerator and refrigerator jeff can you see it there on the screen yeah yes sir Mm -hmm. go for it okay Three weeks ago on October 24th, a group of men led by a Kansas City pastor, the complaint group, officially presented uh, IHOP KC's executive leadership team with a series of allegations against Mike Bickle allegedly made by eight women whom the complaint group claimed to represent. Right, we know all of that. Let's go down. It says, after three weeks of examination, IHOP KC has identified five of eight 
of the alleged victims. Mm -hmm. Three of those uh, five have publicly called the allegations lies. Now, this is three of the five. This is the ladies themselves. So we're down to two. So we're we're narrowing it down here. But I think it needs to be pointed out. They're saying they're lies. Yeah. They're not just a... Yeah. I mean, if you tell a lie on somebody, to me, that takes on a little different view than Mm. I was misquoted or something. Yeah, right. A fourth has uh, not wanted to communicate with IHOP attorney, and the fifth's allegation related to incidents that preceded IHOP's founding. Further, it became apparent that the complaint group did not have permission to include at least four of the women in their list of alleged victims. Mm -hmm. Now, this is coming from the leadership of KC. Yeah. I mean, of IHOP there at Mm -hmm. Kansas City. So Mm -hmm. the leadership is saying this is their findings. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that they're coming under scrutiny because, no, they, I mean, I heard it everywhere from, in all honesty, Jeff, some of the complaints that I'm hearing are on podcasts are guys that are, are so young, they need to they need to listen to some of us older guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, they absolutely. Because we're jumping to some conclusions exactly way right. too early. With yeah. the wrong motive With, and perspective in mind. Yeah, and they're coming out of some of them out of hurt because yeah. they're in this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So I think that, that the leadership there is doing the biblical. I think they're doing the biblical pattern here. They've talked to him, and evidently, since they've talked to him, now what has to be established if these allegations have any merit to them? Yeah, well, let's just you assume. Don't, you don't take it before the church yet because it's you're not there. You're you not there yet. You got to find out if these things were actually happened. That's and all. and here and, have any merit exactly. Right. And and so in just what you've said there, which I totally agree with, I understand that it blowed up on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it was made public before it should have been made public, according to Matthew 18. That's right. If we're going to do Matthew, if 18. you're going to do Matthew 18, then it should not have been made public. Mm-hmm. But you have these internet articles and all of these allegations that's come out on the internet and everywhere else, I'm assuming. So it kind of forced the leadership team, in in my opinion, to go public because it had already been made public. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the dynamic there and what they're trying to do. And I, I certainly don't envy those guys that's in that spot. No, in the beginning, I was personally a little harsh on them i wish i wasn't hadn't been quite as harsh after i thought through it a little better uh maybe some other people that have done podcasts on these things might need to rethink a few things that they've said too but i uh, uh i think i was a little perhaps a little hard on them even though i think it, they created some things that they didn't need to create for yeah. themselves but it says anyway he goes on to say we remain committed this is the uh, leadership group at ihop we remain committed to verifying the remaining allegations but we need uh, the complaint group to assist in our inquiry of the remaining alleg- uh, alleged victims to ensure their veracity. There is much at stake in getting to the truth. So yeah. they're not sidestepping anything. Uh, no, no. I mean, you can't take it to lawyers and all that yet until you find out if they're... Jeff, do you realize if you shut everything down every time that there was an accusation? I mean, if that's the case, we'd shut our podcast down well, since last week. And here's here's the thing about that. You open yourself up. When you say this, when you say, oop, an allegation has been made, we have to silence whoever is being accused of mm-hmm. something. you got to silence them until we can investigate the matter. I go back to Galatians 6.1 does not say, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you that are spiritual, investigate the matter thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you take Matthew 18 mm-hmm. and you take Galatians 6.1, you have the proper perspective. 
you're trying to restore and gain your brother, mm-hmm. according to Matthew 18 and Galatians 6. 1. That's right. That's the perspective. If that perspective is not there, then the process it's is not off. going to work. No, it's not going to work. Uh-huh. So, and that's the reason we started talking about restoration right at the, at the beginning. beginning. If there's any now, and I've I've been saying, well, Alan, you you think Bickle's innocent, so why does it need to be restored? He's destroyed either way. Either way. <laughs> either way. He's and watch this. Either way, he's destroyed. Like the God Hill song. What was yeah, the Brian Jason? Houston. Brian Houston. Yeah. I mean, he he went. They, he was asked to step down from pastoring Hillsong. He stepped down, went to court. He was accused of covering up his father's sins. I think it was. Anyway, it went through the court system. Two or three years later, it ends up today he was found innocent. Yeah, that's right. But now he's lost his pastor. He's lost his church. He lost his home and everything. Now he's running around the United States somewhere, I think. Well, here, and here's my— I mean, it's terrible. so there's some restoration. What do I think needs to happen with Brian Houston? That church needs to go find Brian and put him back in as pastor of the church. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. That's restoration. That's what full restoration is. And it's complete is. restoration. And he went through th- three years of total hell. And i got to say this, Alan. It has nothing to do with guilt or innocence. The Scriptures doesn't say if a man's guilty, shoot him. It says no. restore him. So you got you see got no, the internet. The internet does not think that they think that you do go ahead and go shoot the person. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, but see, I that's, wanna, that's I want to bring a little comment from yeah, but one the same, of our, those same people don't believe in guns. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring a comment from our last video that we put out. <laughs> oh no, Jason! It's referring to Matthew eighteen. Okay. Um, it says this is from. R-E-L-A-I-R-88. Thank you for your comment. He says, or she says, I don't want to assume their gender. I don't want to assume their gender. But they say, refusing a Matthew 18 meeting is not a biblical option. Is the Bible true or not true to quote you? A believer can be excommunicated from a local church and restored when he is repentant and gone through a church discipline process. (laughs) Okay. We left that part out. Yeah, I I mean, the Bible left that part out. The Bible left that out. Where is that in Matthew 18, that church discipline thing? I've seen it well, somewhere. Let, let me say this. Listen, it's not that's in there. the stones. Listen, people, we really do appreciate you commenting on our on our. Yeah, I, really, I, really we, I mean, really, we do. We I, absolutely we're kind do. Of, I just don't know where that's at in the Bible. We're, we're picking on you, but uh, that's what we do. And, well, uh, and you can pick on us. We're okay, but I, let me finish my thoughts okay, from a minute ago. When I'm talking about restoration, I'm not just talking about Bickle. I'm talking about those that are bringing allegations. They need to be restored, too. Of course. If they're in the body of Christ, if they're a part of the family of God, everybody needs to be restored. Across the board. Reconciliation is what the Word of God is about. Mm-hmm. Okay? My thing is, it, it doesn't matter. Guilt and innocence is not the question. Restoration is, is the question. That's the number that's one. That's the number one priority. And if we're not about re- restoring... Up front. Yes, Right immediately. That's, that's the That's premise. the goal. That's mm-hmm. everything. Is If we're not about that, the process of Matthew 18 is taken out of context mm-hmm. because all you're wanting to do is blab everybody's sins to the church. Mm-hmm. You've lost. You've lost your brother. Well, an engine has what you call a set of governors. Yeah. It's called, uh, and then when you do biblical things or spiritual things, it's called the governing factor. So you have a set of governors that keeps the engine from running wild and blowing up. The governing factor when doing scripture, and especially like this one as an example, the governing factor is the goal is to restore. Yes. And that's what keeps the engine from running wide open Yeah, and people just blowing up and blowing up the engine 
you have a governing factor of the goal is restoration. That's the reason you and I have been in these situations. Yes. And if you don't go into it with restoration in mind, we understand all the other things have to take place, but still the goal is restoration. It's that way, and that's what the gospel is. Yeah. I don't care if it's friendships. I don't care if it's marriages. We don't care what it is. Our foremost thinking is restoration. Not saying that it's always accomplished, Mm -hmm. but yet that's our governing factor. It sets the governors on the engine in which we Mm. are moving forward. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I agree with you. That's a great analogy. When you get into this report that they released on the initial findings it's in the it's on the first page it's down the next to the last paragraph it says the document prepared by the complaint group to accompany the presentation of allegations on october 24th does not contain any actual evidence no statements from the victims whether sworn or unsworn and no emails texts or other exhibits between mr bickle and the alleged victim to substantiate the allegations only blank squares acting as exhibit placeholders. What does that mean? That's the reason I read it. <laughs> what in the world? Okay. I mean, this is how this stuff surfaced. Mm-hmm. It began with a document from somebody that was a third party that's apparently representing the alleged victims. Mm-hmm. I'm understanding so far that there were at least eight of them. What was it? Four of them said, or five of them said, no, these are lies. Right. I'm trying to determine here, based on this, why is there a need for a law group? Well, I think that the leadership here, as we continue, based on what we've read so far, mm-hmm. the complaint group's allegations are also presented along with a list of pre-prepared demands to prevent escalating levels of disclosure. Now, you and I man- mentioned, Jeff, in a previous podcast, and Jason, that it was appearing to us that there was almost black, it was blackmailing. Was I happening. stand by that, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy, the I, internet I, did not like hey, that. No, internet, I, I stand by the inter, fact that internet, blackmail's involved. When you say a statement like... Well, watch this. These demands and threats, which included dictating the use of IHOP KC's funds, generated an atmosphere of concern regarding the true objectives of the, the complaint, complaint group. group. That looks a little bit like a type of blackmail to me. And we were... There again. I mean, somebody sends the, the, the uh, Wikipedia definition of blackmail. If you took that paragraph, if this paragraph is true, matched it to that definition, in a go. court of law, a judge is going to say, that's, that's blackmail. That, that's blackmail. So we have to say that it, they might not be seeing it as blackmail, but if they're listening to us right now, somebody needs to consider this is taking on the appearance of your blackmailing or you're trying to some type of coercion. Years and years to try to force They're manipulating, you to, manipulating with no evidence, mm-hmm. just a document filled with possible evidence, and also saying that they've got to generate that IHOP's funds. In other, it sounds like to me they're wanting IHOP funds. If they don't get them, they're going to that. This would prevent escalating levels of disclosure, like they're simply saying <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, trying, I, I, I'm trying to come against the blackmailing appearance but the more i read i need to yeah just i stick hush. by it by the yeah, way yeah, I, well, I, did I, I say that i stick by yeah but he, that's he, just something i'm saying somebody's yeah. got to challenge it you know a little bit i'm trying to challenge it but the more i do the worse it's getting so goes on to say the complaint group's allegations were also presented along with a list of pre-prepared demands. Demands? Uh, demands. That's, you had the demand word, so that's kind of not good. All right, go down to initial findings there, guys. Yeah. 
Page two. Page two. On the week of October 24th, the complaint group presented a list of eight alleged victims to the IHOP Casey leadership team. The group did not and has not claimed that these women had ever previously made their allegations known to IHOP KC prior to October 2023. What about Matthew 18? <laughs> I wish you quit that. I'm just saying I've heard it several times. I've been asked, well, what about Matthew 18? Okay, and I'm asking, what about Matthew 18? None of this is Matthew 18. Uh-uh. However, it has become abundantly clear over the last three weeks that four of the women were presented as alleged victims without their consent. Now, how does that happen? What, what do you it call a, that? Is it? It's uh, all my, you know, if this was in a, in, in a secular situation, what, what you would be looking at is... Somebody's trying to get up a civil suit. Mm-hmm. Take, That's what it looks like. Apply this type of behavior to anything else and see where it would get you. Yeah. And can I tell you what's troubling me about oh, even what Jason just said there? Here's this this is what the conclusion of what you're saying is the reality of what I think we're going to see. Mike Bickle, whether innocent by proof mm-hmm. or whether guilty, is guilty. Can I say and something? his life is basically oh, yeah, yeah. ruined. Can I say something? Yeah. On a spiritual level, this looks exactly what's happening to Trump. It's the exact same. Now, I know that'll get us some more mail. But What's exactly it, what's but going on. But it looks Trump. like to me it's the same thing that's happening to Trump. I'm not saying Trump's innocent either or guilty. I'm not. I'm just saying it spiritually. It looks like it's the. If, what they say, three of the women came out and said that this is not true at all. I think right. four of them. Four. It, it says four of the women were presented as alleged victims without their consent. Yeah, but then there was oh, others yeah, that said was it was no, just yeah. lies. Yeah. Okay. Three or four of them, Jason. Yeah. Percentage-wise, if three of them said, this is not true, why is my name on this? This is not true. This is a false document. Why don't we just say it's not real? It's a false document. It is a false. That's the thing. I mean, that's that's the reason we can't put any faith in it. That's a good point, Jason. Yes, it's a good point. But we're we're skipping over the fact that all credibility with this is gone. Yeah, it would appear. There's no credibility there. Why? Why are we? Why is people still talking about this? Well, here's now. Let me tell you. Here's what's going to happen, though. Here's here's the argument. Or even if one of them is right. That is the argument. And that's the argument. Okay. But what about the rest of them? Well, see, here's my thing. Why didn't they just put the one on there? If well, I agree, mm-hmm. I agree, which is discredits the it whole thing. It discredits the whole process. My point again, even if one of them is right, guess what? The objective, according to the Bible, is to restore them. Still, that's the objective. That's the objective. And if that message isn't preached, you're denying the gospel of the grace of God. That's exactly. Right. I agree with you. That's my whole deal with this. It's like, you know, I heard years ago, and I've said it myself, and I believe it's true, the church is the only army that shoots their own wounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we should be about the ministry of reconciliation mm-hmm. and restoration. Mm-hmm. We have to be about that. That but, has to be the people objective. have argued with us on comments that he shouldn't be restored, that uh, he can't be restored. That he can't and be they restored. Take, now, now, I'm just reading. Like I've been going through some of these comments. If you people are Christians... Shame on you. Y'all are terrible. But the. Uh, Jason, <laughs> I agree. Jason's they my don't, friend. They don't see him being restored. Like, now, this is the mass public. This is uh, right. the, the our YouTube children. Right. Yeah. They do not see if Mike Bickle is restored, it means that he's restored to Christ, not his ministry. That's what that means to them, to so, these people. 
to the, to those. So I would agree you, with. That, that's the way they're defining. That's the, the way that they're defining the process. Yeah. You excommunicate. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. That, that is the way that most people are defining the process. Yes, I agree. They're, they're not saying we restore Mike Bickle to his ministry. We restore him to Christ. Like you, and, I and guess we have to restore him to Christ. Well, you I can't think, do that. I think that. I think that. You know, of course. I mean, come on, guys. You have to use some common sense. I mean, if he's if he's done things that are that he really shouldn't have done, if he's done those things. Do I think that that takes a little stronger look at it to see what I'm doing right? Where my position is at this point is he's not guilty. That's I agree. That, yeah. That's my position. That's my position now, too. If, until, if it, unless until, other evidence comes unless, out, unless I agree. In all honesty, unless Bickle confesses sin, then I'll hang my hat on it. You know, on what his confession is. Absolutely. And based on that, if there's anything, then you have to rethink it, what you would do. Now, as far as, but the reason I used Hillsong as an example, that guy uh, was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I say in his case, I think full restitution and restoration is considered. Mm-hmm. And if I was at church to show how much I believed in that, I'd have put him right back in the pulpit. Because he he didn't, of course they you know they dug up some other sins or something that he did or whatever, which what I heard would not keep him from being restored to the pulpit. But there again, that's what you got local leadership for, I guess. But yeah. to me, now if somebody, if this other guy, if uh, Bickle's done, if he confesses to something, if it would take, I don't have any trouble with it. It would maybe even not preaching. I don't have any trouble with that. My problem's always been Bickle won't want to. That's <laughs> always yeah, been, everybody worries about. What do you mean restoring him back? My situation is you can't. They they ain't going to. Do Here, it. Here's something I want. You, I'd like to consider. Okay, I do not believe that you can restore someone who has been called of God and has a mandate of God on their life at any time, if they've ever had a mandate of God on their life to do something. To restore them back to God has to restore them back to that as well, or they're not being restored back to God. And I point back to the prophet Jeremiah that the Lord said, I put my words in your lips while you were in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say Jeremiah had had a shortcoming of Mm -hmm. some sort. We don't know that he didn't. Well, if he's a character in the Word of God, he probably did, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm saying, we know he did, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying, let's say that he gets caught in in some kind of of a sin which i'd like to talk about in a minute Mm -hmm. because i believe there's a difference in sins of weakness Mm -hmm. and sins of rebellion Mm -hmm. i think those are Mm -hmm. two different things but let's say that jeremiah gets caught up in some kind of of a sinful act and then everybody takes this position well he can be restored back to relationship with the lord but he can't speak again well, that's not even our prerogative. I mean, See, that's, that's my, my point is 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 if you go, if we're if we're saying complete restoration, then okay. I know there is a biblical mandate about the marks of someone's life. Yeah. If someone has a a deep pattern all through their life mm-hmm. of something that violates First Timothy three, and it's a continuous pattern, those characteristics in First Timothy three of a man that desires the office of a bishop is not talking about one-time acts. Mm-hmm. They're talking about a pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. So it, it appears to me that that's what the accusers are trying to establish, that Mike Bickle has a pattern of behavior. Okay, Now, if, if a pattern of behavior is following your life, we have to determine, it, are these sins mm-hmm. of weakness or are, these sins of, are they sins of rebellion? Mm-hmm. One being of witchcraft, right. 
the other being a flesh nature. So that has to be determined, you know, I think. I and I would even understand at that point, okay, Mike, if this pattern of behavior is true, then yeah, we need to we let's mm-hmm. we need to go through a process of restoring you ministerially. Mm-hmm. But I still hold to the fact that complete restoration is of the total person. Mm-hmm. It's of the total person and all that God has destined and designed for that person. Mm-hmm. That's what I hold to, and I'm going to hold to that fact. Now. I'll have to immediately say, I totally agree with you. My premise is Mike Bickle is innocent, and nothing that I have heard, read, changes that. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that there's anybody in prison today that's been to court and through the accumulation of evidence has been found guilty, but yet he was innocent? Absolutely. We know that that's true. We know that that's true. We know it's true. So therefore, the accumulation of evidence does not necessarily equal a unknown truth. Exactly right. That's exactly. And so, as as people of God, accumulation of evidence is different than hearing from God. Yes, it is. We need to make that a distinction. Right. Accumulation of evidence to prove innocence or guilt is the ways of the world. That's right. And and so, therefore, yeah. We abandon the Word of God, the Scriptures. Yeah, and we misinterpret them. And we misinterpret we misapply them, them because we're wanting to use the accumulation of evidence. That's right. To equal that somebody's guilty or innocent. I'm just telling you that is not a foolproof standard of getting to the truth. That's right. And can we say, and this is why I'm so passionate about this issue, can we also say that the fiery darts of the enemy have studied out? You know this. Mm-hmm. The fiery darts of the enemy are communicating thoughts. Mm-hmm. That being said, when someone throws an arrow, which is an allegation that's false, it can have the same power as though it's true. Of course it can. And an what, arrow's an arrow. That's right. And what I, what concerns me is unless, if Hillsong would just bring Brian Houston back, I'd think if they'd just do that. I prophesy right now that they they should be thinking about it. I I absolutely agree with that. I I just Just so agree with that. Just to prove the Word of God true. That's exactly right. That the gospel, the testimony of the gospel of Mm -hmm. the grace of God can be seen in evidence in the church. Mm -hmm. That needs to be seen. We're so, so quick to allow a communicating thought to come into our ears and unfortunately... In the minds of a lot of people, Mike Bickle is guilty in their mind and will always be guilty in their mind. Mm -hmm. And Satan has accomplished this same tragedy Mm -hmm. that has happened over and over and over again. And he keeps doing it because it works. People want to believe the accusation. And if you're a type person that wants to believe the accusation and you do not have in mind the restoration. That's it. That's right. And I think you need to check. Why do you believe the accusation? That's right. But people are believing accusations that 37, 38% of it's wrong. It's not even real. Well, we already know that based on what. I don't know. Well, There's only easy. one accuser in the Bible. That's right. Well, it's easy to do. And 
It's like I told you before, Rick Joyner told me one time, the only way you could believe an accusation on somebody is you had something in your heart against them. That's mm-hmm. right. That's good. Already, that's, exactly that's what he said. That's he said, exactly That's right. the way you believe it. That's exactly He right. said, if you don't, he told me, he said, if you don't have a, something in your heart <laughs> against a person and there comes an accusation against them, you'll say, well, I don't believe it. I know yeah. that person. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. That's right. So anyway. I think that that was a very good uh, point. And I, now, listen, I feel—I mean, all three of us sitting here have been guilty of believing accusations. Yeah, but it hasn't proven out to me to be accurate and true. Is my yeah. problem. Yeah, I'm seventy-one years old, and that way of thinking, accumulation of information to equal a truth, has not worked out well for me in spiritual things. And if I can just say that, because of that, because of the experience. Mm-hmm. that you've had and the experience that I've had. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite as old as you. Mm-hmm. And I know that that would surprise a lot of people. Most people would think that I'm much older than you are. Mm-hmm. And I'll grant you Especially, that. I mean, just look at us. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I have to put up with <laughs> on a daily basis. But through the years of experience, yeah. I've come to this conclusion that if you just go to the book, go to the Word of God, let it say what it says, interpreted exactly Jesus said what he said mm-hmm. take him at, at his word apply that and if somebody don't want to apply <coughs> that you're still not the judge jury and executioner of anything mm-hmm. let the Bible work mm-hmm. and we can stand on that truth so to those that are that you know want to say Matthew 18 here's what I've learned here's the spirit behind what I've I've read online about Matthew 18 as far as the comments made to us. What most people are saying about Matthew 18 is they want to to just grab the line that says, let him be as a heathen and a publican. And take it to the church. Yeah, right. Let's do that. They bypass all the other mm-hmm. to get to that. And and if I can say, it says if somebody has, has trespassed against you, go to them alone. And if they hear you, you've gained your brother. Mm-hmm. That's the right. purpose is restoration. <laughs> so don't come out and say, oh, we're not even close talking about restoration. If you're not close talking about restoration, keep your mouth shut on the well, allegations. Your, your, your pattern's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's not biblical. It's not Bible. So mm-hmm. that's my point about Matthew 18. And I just want to say, as far as the qualifications of 1 Timothy 3, those are not earmarked as one-time events. If it was, it would mean if somebody's ever lost their temper, they're disqualified. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, if those are one-time things that's mm-hmm. happened in your life, there's not a living, breathing person on this planet that's qualified. Mm-hmm. It's about a pattern mm-hmm. in your lifetime. I'm just saying. I agree. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's where the, the road tends to fork a little bit, yeah, you know, does. as far as, as, your, as the application. All right, it goes on down to say... Where do we get to? Well, it talks about the finding. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can we yeah, we've kind of mm-hmm. done the initial findings, but go down to the alleged victims. The first one it says unable to, to verify. verify. According to the complaint group, the first of the named victims, uh, named by their initials, alleges Mr. Bickle emotionally persuaded and prophetically manipulated. Now, boy, I need a definition of that one, Jeff. Help me. On. What is a prophetic? Prophetically manipulated her for more than 25 years ago. What's a prophetic manipulation? I'm not sure. The allegation contains only six six short lines of text text and is non-sexual. It contains no first-person statements by the alleged victim herself. 
I mean, come on. I kind of go with Jason on that one. As Jason said, because you named half of the people that didn't even want to be named, it kind of makes you question the whole document. I'm sorry. It well, just, it, it, and I know they say, well, what about one? But I, I'm like, you, you have I to do, question the whole document. You do because they're being presented as a body of, mm-hmm. of things. Okay, go down to the next one. Maybe. Yeah. Victim two, partial credibility established. Okay. Yeah. The second and only detailed allegation is from 26 years ago before IHOP KC was founded. The allegations included physical contacts between Bickle and an adult woman. It is also insinuated that Bickle may have committed a crime. Oh, and that's serious there. Now. That's serious. IHOP KC has not been able to determine whether this criminal allegation has any credibility. Nonetheless, the light of the detail provided IHOP KC immediately asked Mr. Bickle to step away from his ministry at the church while the allegation was further investigated. Our attorney then reached out to the alleged victim by phone and an email on November 9th without success. Then on November 10th, we learned that the founder of Grace was our attorney representing her regarding these allegations. IHOP KC attorney was able to make initial contact with his attorney on November 13th. In other words, there was a lot of chatter on the internet that they should bring in a third party. It's called Grace. Grace and uh, they would not do it, but the, in which this explains it. Well, one, one of the yeah, attorney explain, one explains of the, why they couldn't. It'd be uh, it'd be a conflict of conflict interest. Conflict of interest. Okay, but that one was. You know, they're calling it partial credibility. I don't know how you have partial. credibility. Well, me neither, because it, it says in that paragraph, I hop KC has not been able to determine whether this criminal allegation has any credibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, so it know, doesn't have any till you can prove it. Till you can prove it. It's in, and if a crime has been committed. That's a different. That's a different story. That's right. That's right. And if a crime has been committed, this person needs to go to the law enforcement mm-hmm. of our land and proclaim that a crime and has been committed. They, they've secured an attorney, maybe, to even do that. Who mm-hmm. knows? Okay. Alleged victim number three. That one's refuted. A third alleged claim asserts that a woman, again named by her initials, was a victim of being pursued emotionally and prophetic manipulation from 2013 to 2018. On November the 2nd, this woman issued a public statement that she was not a victim of Mr. Bickle. The woman also sent a letter to IHOP KC's attorney stating that the complaint group were bullies and that she never gave them permission to use her Well, there goes with Jason's claim again. When she called them uh, bullies. Sounds like there's a whole bunch of those. Yeah, it sure makes it hard. Well, to, you can go down the list. It, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Victim four, victim refuted, four refuted, five, five refuted, six. six refuted. I mean, let's go to their conclusion here. Yeah. We'll wrap his puppy What's up. What's the refracted one? What was that? Refracted. Was sick. Number Retracted. six. Oh, okay. I refuted. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can barely read it on my screen. Bless Jason's heart. Bless he's his get, heart he's getting to that age about yeah, glasses is, and is, stuff. Is, We're is, having some yeah, conversation. He just won't. He refutes it. He so, refutes it. Refute it. That's right. But right. being a bully. <laughs> the conclusion of the team, IHOP KC has heard the demands to bring in a third party to investigate the organization in general. How did we get there? But this step is premature until IHOP KC can establish the credibility of the allegations and genuine intent of the complaint group. I think that is a very good that response. Sums it up. It's wise. Right there. It's wise. Very good response. And and I will have to say, I told you so. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm sorry. And can I say? And I'm not one that does that. Yeah, I am. I told y'all so. <laughs> I told you. I know. But I nonetheless, we're saying this is where it is today. Yeah. We don't know where we'll go tomorrow, but we're not going to say it's tomorrow till tomorrow. And furthermore, if tomorrow comes, 
I'm for restoration. I am too, praise God. And trust me, he's going to need it either way. <laughs> he is now. If, if the body of Christ will. And there's, there's a little another serious note to this, Joe, uh, Jeff and Jason. And that is when you make allegations against a brother, it's a type of judgment, especially if you don't know, even though it's true or not. And so where you have to be careful is that thing can come back. It'll boomerang on you. Yes, it will. And you'll end up being guilty of what you're accusing your brother That's of. That's exactly right. And that's what Satan would love to do with this thing. He's, he's not looking at one or two people. He's looking at millions of people yeah. failing and falling over wrong behavior and wrong responses to this situation. And I would say this, Alan, this is more than just about a local church. It's bigger than that. The parallel that we drew a couple podcasts ago, <coughs> I, I stand behind. Bickle called for a fast for Israel. That's right. Then war broke out in Israel. That's right. Satan targeted the one that was doing the most damage. That's right. That's right. And if I, I, I preach this a little bit this morning, Satan's not after our weaknesses. He already has them. That's right. He's after our strengths. That's exactly right. And when Satan comes after your strength, sometimes the only thing you can do is stand. That's right. And That's I, right. I, I pray Mike Bickle will stand. I pray that he'll stand. And and I can't help the parallel I see in the spirit of Bickle and, and Trump. Yeah, I agree. It's, I, I, that's it's right. The, because it's the same thing. It's the big picture. It's the big picture. Yeah. And so I'm praying that that's he's right. exonerated. Yes, yes. And Trump is too. Absolutely. And, uh, Lord Jesus and that the enemy it. just gets a good black eye. Absolutely. Lord Jesus. Just let it happen. Yeah, Lord. that's right. All right, Jason. That's what we got to say, and we're sticking to it. We're now. sticking to it, Jason. I think we mended some of our— And I'll also I say think, Mike Bickle should not be treated as a heathen or a Democrat. I mean a Republican. <laughs> i tell you what. Y'all want, y'all you want me to, you want me to read an, another mean, a mean comment? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll give us something out. for next yeah. week. What's the main comment? This is ungodly and insulting. Okay. There we go. Oh, that's— Oh, oh. Yeah, that was we, a comment. We are— I, I get it. We're ungodly and insulting. Yeah. That wasn't our buddy, was it? No, that wasn't. No. Our buddy. Our buddy's not on there today, is he? Yeah, Old at Heart. Old, yeah, he's yeah, on there. Yeah, Old at Heart's listen. Old at Heart's our friend. Well, he hadn't— He, hadn't, he said— right? Oh, yeah, he did leave a comment. He what? said, So I assume you guys are not in favor of this divorce-heavy society. Speaking of 304s. <laughs> well, that'd be a good observation. That would be a great observation. <laughs> that would be a good observation. Well, I that's just right. wonder if old, if he was still there. Yeah, old at heart, sir. Well, we got one that's in our co- yeah. corner. We got one. I like got his one. handle too. Well, actually, old at actually, heart. we had quite quite a few that were. That, well, we had a whole lot, Jeff. That said, well, you hadn't ever looked at it that way. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, oh, we also had somebody, Guardians of Truth, their, uh, that's their YouTube handle. Oh. They said, thank you for your godly coverage on this topic. There you go. Hey, praise God. Look at that. Well, praise God. Look I'm at like that, Jason. Me. I think Jason's just been reading us the bad ones. Yeah, Jason likes to stir uh, up trouble. How about this one? This show is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, we, did, we did not claim that we would not be disgusted. No, that, <laughs> never have we said. Like we and the Bible does not say thou shalt not be disgusted. No, where does I've it not say that? I've not seen it. It's not in there. I feel like we need a t-shirt that says that. That's exactly. Smith and Rowland Show. This show is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd almost buy that. I'd buy that t-shirt. All right, guys. All right. Well, somebody close us out. Well, Lord Jesus, we love you. Thank you for today. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to discuss these things. Yeah. And Lord, we do, and uh, we like to point out things, and we like to have 
joke and have a little bit of fun. But, Lord, we oh, do ask God. and pray that Mike Bickle is this whole situation. I pray, Lord, it'll just be resolved. Yes, Lord. And uh, that it'll be fully restored, restitution. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, I do tend to, I can't help but see that it's a reflection on Trump. We're not saying that Trump's perfect, and we're not saying Bickle's perfect. Right. But they are leaders, and we're asking them to be restored, for yes, them to Lord. repent where they need to repent. Yes. And we need them on the front lines leading. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, we call forth back. We call our leaders forward. Mm. Call them forward. We call them forward and tell them to be careful, guys. Yeah. Be careful where you step. And so, yeah. Lord, we call them forth. We mm. need them on the front lines. Lord, we pray that all that's been hurt for the pain and for all of the above, we believe that you're a God and you've given us a gospel Mm. that you love to redeem, repair, and Mm. restore. Yes, Lord. And let us always let that be our governing factor in all that we do. Yes, Lord Jesus. And the Smith and Rowland Show said, Amen. 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 Thank you, Jason. See you guys next week. See you. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.